and they're thinking, but wait, if I had a target, if I did get a target retirement fund 30 years ago to expire in the next, I don't know, three years, and all of this is now turned, all of the cash that I've been putting into this is now been moving into bonds, which isn't really bringing me too much. Um, why would I want this? I want to stay invested. I believe I'm still going to be here for the next 30 years. Hello and welcome to Walk Finance, the podcast discussing all things finance and all things related to finance. It's your boy Peter and I'm with my co-host, my bro Jax. How are you? Hey Peter, I'm all right, you know, I'm good. Uh, at the time of recording this episode, we have actually finished a delivery with some young people, which was oh, absolutely man. exciting. So I'm very, very happy about that. I'm still on a high from that. Um, I'm also trying to enjoy the summer. Uh, the sun keeps coming in and out, but yeah, it's, it's been a really good week. No, absolutely, man. On on that delivery, um, we were fortunate enough to walk, work with um the foundation of a football club, so Chelsea Football Club, um, and we were able to work with some of their young people um on some of the, on one of their programs, um, and it was at the Chelsea Football Stadium, um. It was, yeah, it was most certainly a fantastic experience. Loads of students full of energy and we was walking them through, you know, having um, the difference between a good and bad money mindset. We were speaking about budgeting as well as uh, debt management. Um, but no, Jax, I think it went really well. Um, and yeah, obviously great to be at the football stadium. Obviously not my team, but still great to be there. Yeah, not my team either, but you know, <laughs> yeah, no, it was really good. Uh, a group of uh, between fifty or sixty uh, students. It was really, really amazing to uh, see the the engagement, the level of interest, um, and of course, I really enjoyed the activities as well. Uh, and a little quiz we done at the end, and uh, quite competitive. You know, I really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> no, brilliant, man. Fantastic. And yeah, for our listeners, man, just a shout out to you. As you know, here at Woke Finance, this is what we do. We love being in the community and working with young people. So if you are based in the UK, um, anywhere around the South, we, we have done a bit of work just outside of London before. But if you are based in the UK and have young people that you think, you know, would benefit from um, some personal finance workshops, you can get in touch with us, drop us an email, um, info at wokefinance.co.uk or hit us up on Instagram, um, which is Woke Finance Team. Or you can even give us um, a shout on our website, which we are launching very soon, but you can actually just go there um, and uh, sign on to the mailing list in the meantime. So that's www.wokefinance.co.uk. So, um, Jack's just kicking off and um, a warm welcome to all of our listeners around the world. Today, we are going to be talking all things target retirement funds. Jax, I don't think we've ever spoken about target retirement funds. First of all, before we even get into that, remind um, our listeners, um, what is a fund in general? Yeah, so a fund is usually a pool or a collective of different um, assets that are pulled together to create one asset which is called a fund so generally speaking um, you tend to deposit into the fund um, and many people can deposit into the fund I can deposit Peter can you can your auntie and uncle can and what happens is there's usually a fund manager that pulls all our money together and then he or she uses their expertise to invest in uh, various different assets to meet the actual objective that the fund has placed in their, what will be their prospectus. 
Um, it is a very well diversified way of investing. Um, and of course, there are different types of funds out there, uh, but the most popular ones are usually mutual funds, uh, index funds, and uh, now ETFs. Brilliant. And I know I'm on episode 32 and 33. We've done an episode called Buy the Haystack, Not the Needle, which is basically the case for funds. Um, why should your everyday uh, standard retail investor be thinking about funds in general, even in particular um, the current uh, tough economic uh, times we are in right now? Time of shooting, it's um, July 2022. Yeah, I think... Uh... It's about understanding what the main benefits of investing in the fund is. Um, and the most obvious two, I would say, is one, you uh, obviously get some diversification because by placing your money into the fund and pooling your money with other investors and having that what we call economies of scale, you are able to actually um, get assets at a cheaper price. Um, and of course, you are able to get a wide range of different assets within the fund. So uh, what I mean by that is you can have more than 10, you can have 20, 50, 100, sometimes even thousands of, let's say, stocks within one fund. And so for that reason, um, it gives you diversification and it reduces what we call diversification risk or it reduces concentration risk. That's the right risk I'm talking about. Mm. Um, the uh, second main benefit of investing in a fund is you actually have a professional manage the fund on your behalf. Mm. The chances are most of us, uh, most people don't have the expertise, the time and the resources to actually invest um, or do or, or actually choose the assets that go into the portfolios. But you here you have someone who is experienced, who is qualified to do th these things on your behalf. So those are the main two benefits of investing in a fund. Love it, love it. Now, thank you very much for that, uh, Jax. And for our listeners, if you want a bit more um, of a deep dive into that, please do check out those episodes, episodes 32 and 33. Um, Jax, Target retirement funds, what on earth is that? <laughs> yeah, so uh, let's break it down. But first, we know, we know it's a fund. Uh, we've just explained what a fund is. Um, and funds can have uh, specific objectives. Um, and the, the clue is in this, in this one's name. So target retirement. What it means is the fund manager and the fund itself has uh, an objective to invest, uh, anyone that puts their money or deposits their money into this fund, they'll pull all of their money together and they'll invest accordingly, but to meet a specific objective. And the objective is to invest the assets um, with what we call an ever-changing asset allocation so that it manages the risk of the fund, knowing full well that by a specific time period, the people that have deposited their money into the fund will be reaching a retirement age. So what you find is target retirement funds generally have a date, um, and a lot of them are dated in, let's say, five. So I'll give an example. You may have a target retirement fund that will say 2020, and the next one will say a target retirement 2025. And it may be the same fund manager or company managing that fund. And so what this means usually is if you're somebody who was going to retire in 2022, you will have to choose the, the target retirement fund 2020 because usually it's the year plus, let's say, four years. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to retire anywhere between four years of what it actually says on the title, 
then you will go for that fund. So I'll give another example. And I think this is right. So double check it. If you are um going to retire in 2024, you go for the 2020 target retirement fund. If you're mm -hmm. going to retire in 2026, you go for the 2025. Um, so it's the year plus four or five years, for example. And the reason why this is so important and why this is uh, really key is about managing risk and managing asset allocation. Because if you invest in, let's say, just a standard index fund, which is the most popular way of investing nowadays, what you are investing is usually a single asset class, which is equities, mm. stocks and shares. So all the assets in there are, are one asset class, which presents a level of risk. Um, and you know the fund manager hasn't got any specific objective. He or she is just going to replicate an, an existing index. Or if it's a mutual fund, as an equity mutual fund, he or she is just going to buy the best companies that he or she believes will do well over a period. You may be reaching uh, your target retirement age, um, and you may not obviously want to be fully exposed to just one asset class, which is the most well, the most risky asset class, but the you know, for the long term, the best performing asset class, which is equities. Mm. You may not want to be 100% in equities by the time you're about to retire, because what happens if we could go through uh, a crazy uh, economic environment, usually equities get hit really hard during this period because they are risky. They're the ones that first get sold off. So what happens is by putting your money into this target retirement fund, they would change your asset allocation to be in less risky, less volatile assets the closer you are to retirement. And for that reason, but usually by the time, let's say you reach uh, that date, that final date, you're, you're likely to have your assets all in cash. Mm. No, I love it. Um, one of the key things you mentioned, you know, it's in that target retirement fund, it's managing an ever-changing uh, asset allocation. And you've mentioned that a couple of times. You want to just maybe give an example of some of uh, those different assets outside of equities that... <clears throat> your um the money that you put in might start to go towards as you start advancing through the years of this target retirement yeah so what, what you find is there are two major asset classes um in the investment management world um we call them equities and then the other ones are bonds or sometimes we just call it fixed income these are the two most popular asset classes uh when we talk about paper assets and many, many people have probably heard of the 60-40 rule, which is a very, very popular asset mix um, that many people are starting investing go for. What that means is 60% of their portfolio will be in uh, equities and 40% will be in bonds. And the mindset behind this is that equities and bonds kind of uh, work you know, opposing to each other. So when equities are doing well, bonds might not be doing so well. But when equities are not doing so well, then uh, bonds will do well. So they kind of balance each other out, and that's how you reduce uh, risk. Uh, and that's how you get more diversification. There's also other rules of thumb as well. So there's a rule of thumb that says, hey, whatever your age is, deduct that by from 100% and make that your equities allocation. So what that means is if you're 30 years old, then you would have 70% in equities and 30% in uh, bonds. And again, it all comes down to managing risk, knowing that the younger you are, the longer your time frame, the more risk you can and probably should think about taking. And of course, the closer you get to retirement and the older you get, then you should probably be more in bonds and less so in equities. Um, and there are other asset classes like real estate and alternatives and that kind of stuff as well. But the main two are equities and bonds. And that's the mix you tend to get in these target retirement funds. 
Love it. And in, in terms of these uh, target retirement funds, in terms of where you can actually um, purchase this particular product, is this the same places as where you get some of the other funds? So um, what you normally find is uh, target retirement funds are mutual funds. So you, you probably won't find them um, as an ETF. I've not seen that, to be honest. So you probably won't find that unless a trading platform, some of these free trading apps, you might not find a target retirement fund. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. If you if you can find one, let me know. But I've not really seen them. Um, what I would say is usually you find them on the traditional investment platforms. Uh, so in the UK, for example, you find them on let's say Hargreaves Lansdowne or AJ Bell or Vanguard um, and so on and so forth. So you tend to find these on these platforms, um, and also um, it depends on what actual um, let's say account that you're looking to buy this asset in so uh you can probably guess the most popular account that you probably buy this in is through let's say a self-invested personal pension which is a SIP um and I'm, and I'm sure uh, around the world there are uh similar types of accounts that people can invest in that are quite tax efficient for retirement so um you can check that out if you're not from the UK I think if from the US it's probably your 401k um so yeah it's you can buy in different places but generally you can find them on your traditional investment platforms yeah no, no, thanks for that jackson and that's of some of the benefits as well which you've mentioned a couple now someone who's i don't know 30 years old i'm planning to retire in uh maybe 25 years or 35 years so they see a target retirement um uh fund um, and for my experience it will have the title the top, the name of the target retirement fund and the year that it pretty much uh, matures. Um, so it might say maturing at I don't know two thousand, the year two thousand and fifty five, which is when you think that's when you will retire. Why should someone in their twenties or thirties be thinking about contributing to something like this? And then we'll maybe talk about some of the potential downsides. Yeah, I think uh, the main pro comes down to. Uh... You know, when we talk about investing full stop, you know, uh, it comes down to the compound, the power of compound interest. Mm. Um, you know, the earlier you start, the better, because what you find in the formula that helps you to build a portfolio to the best it can be, to the biggest it can be, we find that there are components of that formula that are really important. Uh, one is how much money you're actually contributing. Uh, another one is the performance of the assets you've actually invested in. And, and the third one, which is the one that um, everybody has control over, is how early you start. And so that's why it's extremely important to factor in uh, time and, and know that the earlier you start, the better. Um, so if anyone wants to kind of um, play around with this formula, um, we actually have an episode on our YouTube channel um, and on, on our podcast that talks about compound interest. So make sure you definitely check that out. But yes, no matter how old you are, um, you should definitely be thinking about a target retirement fund, I think, because it does manage on your behalf. And as I said earlier, if you're younger, uh, you can have more of an allocation to equities, which is shares in businesses. I always say everybody should be a business owner. Mm -hmm. You know, when you understand how wealth is built, I think everybody should be a business owner. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to own your own business. You can own shares in other businesses, other quality businesses through 
uh, the stock market. Mm -hmm. So the younger you start, the better, because the younger you are, the more you can invest more of your money into equities, which uh, comes with a level of risk, but also comes with the highest returns if done properly. Love it, love it. Now, thank you very much for that, Jax. And um, before we just um, talk a bit about maybe some of the potential downturns or maybe what someone might be saying, um, you know, against target retirement uh, funds as opposed to for it, let's just quickly give a shout out to our listeners um, and in particular where we're getting new listeners. And today, Jax, we're going to give a shout out to a city called victoria which is in um seychelles um in east africa jeez i mean i've heard um a lot about seychelles uh never been there but even the name i think, I think the name is beautiful seychelles it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so welcome welcome to uh the woke finance podcast uh you're here with myself jacks and my co-host peter on this podcast we talk about all things finance and all things finance related. So welcome. I hope you're gaining tons of value. Uh, contribute, contribute as well. If you want uh, us to answer some of your questions, you can hit us up on uh, Instagram. You can uh, join our mailing list on www.wokefinance.co.uk. That's www.wokefinance.co.uk. Fantastic. Thanks for that. And uh, Victoria is actually the capital of Seychelles. Just looking at the pictures, it looks absolutely beautiful. So thank you very much for listening to us from that lovely island. Um, we really do appreciate it. Um, and yeah, hopefully um, this is of value. And definitely do think about someone that you can share these episodes to as well. Um, and shout us um, on our social media platforms as well, as Jax has said. Um, Jax, coming back to you. Um, a 60-year-old or a 55-year-old may be listening to this. Um, they've lived a fairly good life, live quite healthy. They feel they're going to live well up until 90, man. Uh, they've amassed a decent bit of wealth in other areas. And they're thinking, but wait, if I had a target, if I did get a target retirement fund 30 years ago to expire in the next, I don't know, three years, and all of this is now turned, all of the cash that I've been putting into this is now been moving into bonds, which isn't really bringing me too much. Um, why would I want this? I want to stay invested. I believe I'm still going to be here for the next 30 years. That's a great question. Um, and I think it's very important. For me, first and foremost, I think uh, just for everyone to remember that when we are doing any form of financial planning, um, we have to look at it from a holistic approach. Um, we have to look at everyone's individual circumstances. And that's why on this channel, we do not give financial advice. All we can give you is information and guidance uh, based on our experiences and so on and so forth. But I think um, it's very, very important to assess the situation completely. Um, yes, if you do invest in a type of retirement fund, generally speaking, it will uh, be moved into a very uh, low risk investment like cash at the time of the maturity date. Now, if you want to stay invested, then the chances are you would have to then reallocate your cash, uh, maybe even choose a different target retirement fund. But the key thing is to just understand what you're invested in. Um, what you find as well for many people is one of the one of the cons, I would say, of investing in a target retirement fund is the fact that you are, again, diversified. So you might say, hey, that's a, that's a, that's a pro, how can that be a con? But it could be a con when we come to talk about investment returns. Mm -hmm. 
because history tells us that over a long period of time, you're more likely to make more money by investing in equities over bonds. And so by having a large percentage of your income, uh, sorry, a large percentage of your uh, investment portfolio in bonds, the chances are you are probably foregoing potential returns in equities. What I would say to that, though, is to remember that by investing in a target retirement fund, it's not all about the returns. Mm. You are also managing risk. Hmm. So that's really, really, really important to understand. For the person that's 55 uh, plus that's listening to this and is thinking about uh, what to do you know, during the, the next 35 years, I think Peter said they probably worked on to 90 or whatever, um, the key thing is I would actually encourage you to sit down with a financial advisor um, and go through rural retirement planning uh, because there's so many considerations. There's so many things to think about and there's so many options available as well. So you may have already a very large nest egg uh, or a pension pot and you may want to look at the different options available. There are some people that are investing, are, are interested in investing in annuities, for example, which will guarantee them an income for the rest of their life. There are some people that um, are much more interested in invest, uh, keeping invested, but you know they keep the money invested, but they draw down from their portfolio just a specific amount per year to live off. That's actually a, a, you know one of those pension strategies. So it's called drawdown, where you take a percentage of your income. I'm sure many people um, listening to the podcast have probably heard of the four percent rule which is wherever the nest egg that you have, you can usually withdraw 4% from the portfolio uh, per year and you won't lose your money, basically. So um, again, if the older person is listening to this, that's something they can think about as well. But I would encourage that person to really, really sit down with a professional financial advisor and go through different options available at retirement. Love it, love it, love it. Now, thank you for that, Jackson. Thank you for giving a clear understanding of what a target retirement fund is and some food for thought for um, our um, regular listeners as well. Jax, any final things you want to close on in, in, in general on this particular topic? Yeah, I think, I think target retirement funds are, are great. I think um, it's, it's something that I would um, say it's good for those people that don't have, let's say, a workplace pension. Mm. So if you are someone who is, let's say, uh, self-employed um, and you currently do not pay yourself a pension, I would definitely encourage you to think about um, opening up, let's say, a SIP, S-I-P-P, Self-Invested Personal Pension. And once you open it up, one of the assets you can uh, think about investing in is a target retirement fund. I think it's a mm-hmm. very simple way of actually gaining exposure to the financial markets in a um, in a managed way, in a managed risk way. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think it's, it's a great asset. Um, again, there are there are uh, kind of cons in the sense that you may be foregoing potential returns in the future. Um, the chances are, you know, if if I had to bet. Uh, you know, today is, uh, we're in 2022, by 20, let's say 50, if I had to say which investment would have done better, uh, let's say an S&P 500 or a target retirement fund, I probably will say in terms of returns, the S&P 500 will probably do better. However, it would have had a more volatile uh, mm. journey. Mm. Um, and so, you know, you may feel more comfortable with uh, a target retirement fund. And also, with that uh, S&P 500 index, for example, um, 
at what point do you decide to reduce mm. your risk? You have, there will be more kind of, you need more of a hands-on approach. You still need to think. Um, but with the target retirement fund, um, there's less thinking because you know that the fund manager knows your objective from the beginning. Mm. Love it. Love it. Um, thank you very much, Jax. Uh, that's been uh, super useful. Um, and yeah, definitely um, loads of food for thought, as I mentioned. And hopefully for our listeners, you found that useful. Um, for our listeners, uh, we are coming up to episode 100 very soon, Jax. Jeez. <laughs> very, very, very soon. So for our listeners, we got a task for you. Please, man, particularly our regular listeners. Um Wherever you are in the world, we do like to actually hear from people in other countries. Um, drop a line to us on Instagram, Woke Finance Team, or you can drop an email to us, info at wokefinance.co.uk. Let us know what you want us to talk about around or even on that 100th episode, um, and we will talk about it. But do send it to us, man. Um, and what we may, we'll probably decide the best one to talk about on our 100th episode. So, and we'll give you a shout out as well, a personal shout out, um, if your particular suggestion is um, picked up on. So, no, how does that just sound, Jax? Yeah, that sounds really good. That's really exciting. Um, yeah, I can think of some of our episodes you know and, and by the way it could be an episode that we've already covered mm. it could it could you could uh, request some of our guest speakers to come back mm. um, for some amazing guest speakers over the past couple of years peter so yeah i'm looking forward to what the uh, our listeners have to say and what um, their ideas are sweet sweet on guest speakers we got a couple of people coming up in the coming weeks such as we're bringing back palumi who was speaking about property investing Seems like quite a while ago, but yeah, for a nice debate episode on uh, stocks, investing in stocks versus property investing, which Palumi will be going up against our very own Jacks. And we got a sports coach coming on soon to talk about um, his journey as well, personal finance journey and just life uh, journey as well. So do stay tuned for that over the coming episodes, man. Keep doing what you're doing, everyone. And remember all, stay woke.